welcome to another episode of Manic Mixtape, where myself, Foxy Foxy, and Dan Kalachigo discuss everything music in a maniacal fashion. Today's episode is all about music videos, ones we absolutely love, ones we hate, and videos have been, unfortunately, make or break when it comes to songs and artists. So, videos that made you love a song, videos that made you hate a song, and every single thing in between. Now, uh, as discussed prior to this, the music video became an official thing with MTV's birth on August 1st, 1981, with the very ironic first video being Video Killed the Radio Star, and it essentially did, because prior to music videos and aesthetics and looks, only the music mattered until music videos, when it was about who could put out a better video, who looks better in a video, no more ugly stars after a while. And then in the same right, another bit of irony, MTV was their own downfall, because as we all know, MTV does not play music videos anymore, unless you're fortunate to have MTV2, which sucks, or MTV Classic, which also kind of sucks because I watch it constantly. Sorry. It's okay. That's funny because when MTV2 first came out, that's where I saw a lot of the Beatles promo videos that I'd never seen before as a kid. Because like, because we the, like the Garden State Cable TV before it was Comcast, it was called Garden State, Garden State Cable's TV. Um I'm sure every I know every cable company did this, but I'll talk about locally did that that free preview weekend stuff, and it would be pre preview turned into like a free week or something, and they ran MTV two for a week at one point, and I just remember there was like a two hour block of Beatles music in there, mm-hmm. and it was you know at the time stuff that I see I've seen regularly now as a Beatles fan, but before that. I had never seen it before. So I, I remember MTV2 uh, being pretty awesome for a while there because then it was starting to play because in the mid-90s, by the time the mid-90s hit, you know, my band was not being shown on MTV anymore. Mm-hmm. They were being shown on MTV2 or VH1. VH1 was awesome. <laughs> See, MTV2 was such a fucking cash grab in a sense. Because yeah. yeah, every weekend it was awesome. It's like if you want MTV too, you call your like a poor cable provider and blah, 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 and get the package and whatever. And we had already had it in my house, so it was MTV too. I was actually able to see real rock videos because they you could only watch rock videos on MTV if it was Headbangers Ball. You know, yeah. fuck TRL. They didn't play any of that. They only played you know the bop, the teen stuff, and the rap and the hip hop. And but it was like even if you wanted to see that stuff, what annoyed me about TRL is is it never played the full video. I know. That's annoying. I, I, I got tired of that and Carson Daly's shtick real quick. I'm like, I'm bailing. Mm-hmm. I quit. Mm-hmm. So MTV2 was pretty good for a while. Now, because I'll click on it occasionally, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know anything that they play at all. And like, not in an aging myself way because I still keep up with what's out there and nothing they play is anything I've ever heard. And MTV Classic is just the same rotation of things. If you want anything different, you have to watch on like Fridays 
or late Monday nights, because Fridays they'll play 90s Nation and Rock Block specifically. 120 minutes is on like late Monday nights. Otherwise, it's always just filled with um, like they have a TRL section, they have just a classic section, which is anything 80s, 90s, which is fine, but it's predominantly the pop music or like the TRL days of, you know, pop princess, boy band, etc. So to find anything that was actually in that time period, like in any rotation is obscure. I, I have, I have not watched MTV outside of watching that Beavis and Butthead reboot at all since the mid 2000s. I've not gone to the station. That's a lie. There's one time, there's one time I purposely watched MTV live eight. They were airing Live Aid like back in the day. They li- they aired Live Aid, and my memory of MTV during Live Aid is so these these <laughs> these bastards, right? These bastards. Pink Floyd had not played together as the foursome since eighty 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 one the Wall Tour. And that was a limited run because of how big and massive they couldn't move the show. It was in five cities nation uh, internationally. And they do like a mini Broadway run where they play there for a week and a half and then get out because it just impossible to move it like a regular tour. So only a select few saw the, except for, that's thousands of people, but you know what I mean? Only a select few saw Roger, Dave, Nick and Rick play in the band together since 81. They did the, you know, the David the without Roger stuff, very successful tour. But the main core hadn't been together since 8081. And there they are. The only band without an intro all night just starts fading in with the, the heartbeat from Dark Side of the Moon. They play breathe. They're playing. They do four songs and then they go into Comfortably Numb, which we all assumed that's how they were going to end the set. And they're playing Comfortably Numb and it goes to the moment everybody talks about, which is David Gilmore's guitar solo. And in the middle of the guitar solo, it cuts to a VJ. Well, that's Pink Floyd playing behind us. Yeah, I'd like to see it, please. To the point where they re-aired the entire set the next day. There were so many people that were angry that they re-aired the entire Pink Floyd set the next day without a commercial break, without any interruptions, with no interstitials, no lower thirds. They were just like, here, sorry. And that's the last time I, on purpose, tuned into MTV. It's just to answer, Danny, I have not watched one True Life special because I don't care. <laughs> they did the same with Cutting to the VJs when they did the very first successful Woodstock reboot. Oh, 94? Yeah. Oh. Then, of course, the second one, they did the same with Lilith Fair, which was Sarah McLaughlin's all-female lineup festival. And But the thing is, with those, they never re-aired them. It was just as is. And it was like, yay. Uh, Thankfully, thankfully, in this instance, because I'm a Pink Floyd. I love Pink Floyd. Uh, It's one of those things where the fans, I'm like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. because they're manic. Not in a good way. Like, like you have to listen to them. They're the greatest thing that's ever been invented since sliced bread. And I'm like, calm down. They're great, but settle. But thankfully, in this instance, they were manic enough to where 
they everybody was calling MTV or sending emails going, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> so, so <laughs> they released a statement. Sorry, our bad. We're going to air it tomorrow at noon in Untouched. Our bad. I couldn't. Be- I will never forget. I was in my basement. Uh, <clears throat> I was in my basement at the time, 12 years old. Um, in my dad's basement, watching it downstairs with him away from everybody and them cutting and us just. Uh, and I and he just stomped up the stairs and I left. So it's like, all right, well, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I, I had a very small MTV phase personally in my life because um, I grew up with uh, I'll try to not you know, blow them too much this week, but my kid, I grew up, my dad actually had the Genesis video collections one and two on VHS. So I had everything up till invisible touch. (laughs) So I wasn't like Mm -hmm. watching MTVs. It was banned in our house anyway. Um, so I wasn't sitting there on TV all day trying to watch a Genesis video until we can't dance came out. Ah. in 91 and they were premiering no son of mine and they did a whole block and they did a special and there was a documentary and the whole thing. So I would sit there and wait for it to come on and, Oh, there's no son of mine again. And then I can't dance came out and that video was big. Uh, and again, I'd watch it again. And then the, the PSS story is in 97. The, uh, they did the album without Phil, which of course I cared about, but MTV didn't. <laughs> Just sat there going, I guess you're not playing it. <laughs> I didn't understand how this worked. MTV over here was a big deal. Like when it had started up and like till about, I would say maybe 86, 87, my dad would record so many music videos for posterity purposes. And I still have those VHSs. I've watched them nice. over last summer. With or without so, commercials. Uh, some with, some without. Yes, that's awesome. And you know, it was a huge thing here for a while. And I had stopped. I think I mentioned this in one of the other episodes. I had stopped watching it at one point in the eighties, uh, because my grandmother said it was evil, and that it was a you know evil is sinning, and if I sinned, I'd be Linda Blair from The Exorcist. So I was a bit traumatized from MTV for a little bit. Until sometime in like, I want to say 93, 94, when, you know, the whole state of the music world changed and real world, you know, and then you had uh, liquid television. I was all up in oh, I was all, See, I was all over with liquid yeah. television. That's the only television and Beavis and Butthead. So it was like, I'm watching those at night. And then, of course, you stay up a little later for the music video. So then MTV returned to my life. I remember Eon Flux coming on going. Yes. What's the all of this is awesome. Like every aspect of this is just mm-hmm. right up. Absolutely. <laughs> but yes, so MTV brought us the music video, which is a great thing and a bad thing. Official officially gave us the music video. I was just say officially because you know there were bands before bands before that were putting out. Yes. Like the famously the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. They, they made it like the thing to do. Yeah, yeah. They, they literally, it was the catalyst that changed the music business because yes. as you stated, and I uh, was actually, when you watch the Zappa documentary, he, he touches upon that as like before 
you know, you and your ugly cut uncle could make a music, uh, uh, could make a record. It didn't matter what you looked mm-hmm. like. Now, if you're not attractive, they're going, eh, maybe mm-hmm. not. Yep, it used to be. Can you guys make make a hit? You know, can you guys make good songs, yeah. good music? And then it became okay, but you know, you can make a hit, but we don't see the hits. If you know what I mean, like we can hear a hit, but we don't see a visual uh- hit. I know there's an earlier example of it, I think. But I give all credit to the original music video to the Beatles. Because they're the ones that were like, we're not touring. We'll send this video out. (laughs) So they started filming at first really boring. But you want I I watch them now because it's historic. It's like, huh, this is kind of the beginning of all that. Uh, music, and then you know they started doing LSD and, and marijuana, and then they were giving you Penny Lane and, and Strawberry Fields Forever, which is like, I don't know, this is great. don't watch Magical Mystery Tour unless you're really stoned, um, like Paul was making it, um, and that kind of set a tone not to where bands were doing music videos all the time, but like for instance, the Genesis music videotapes, the earliest stuff came from '76. There's no singles on that album. I mean, they tried, but these songs are all above six minutes. So nobody was really playing it. But there are three music videos from that era. The first album with Phil, when after Pete left, with Phil singing. Mm-hmm. So there's music videos for there. It's so it, like a visual credential. It, yeah, it, it blows my mind that those exist, knowing that they hated doing them. When Tony Banks is asked, what's your favorite music video you've ever done? He goes, Land of Confusion. I didn't have to be there. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Take take back over. All right, well, in, in mentioning Land of Confusion, we'll start off with videos that made you like slash love a song. Now, for me, that was Land of Confusion. I know huh. you have differing opinions of it. Finish what you say. What you were going to say about it first? Okay, because and now me being as old as I was, which was like nothing. Oh yeah, you're you're ancient. Yeah, all I saw were really cool looking puppets. You know, just really cool looking puppets, and it always just stood out to me. So that you know, we'd have to record it, and of course, you know, you just. It became an earworm. I want to see that video with that song. I want to hear that video with that song to the point where you just, now you just love the song. And I know that, you know, again, you have, they even have opinions on that video. Hold but on. I, let me preface, I just want to preface this. Go ahead. I love that music video. Mm. It's funny. It's great. And it's a, cla- it is a perennial iconic when we talk about the history of MTV music videos, it is an iconic video mm-hmm. that people went, whoa. <laughs> I preface that. I, I, my only issue with that song and the total package of it is, is people remember that. I'm a goddamn hippie. Okay. People remember that at, with the puppets. And I'm like, but nobody's hearing that message anymore. <laughs> That's what, it's, it's more of a regret it's not my personal regret because they made tons of money and it was like I said, iconic and huge and it made, it it was a crazy. Uh, But I was like, there's actual, like Mike is sending you a message. (laughs) Y'all like 
<laughs> it's like, yeah, but the puppets, um, which is the funny, my funny memory of that in recent years is I've learned that the reason that music video exists is because there's actually <laughs> that show for those who don't know, just real quick about that show. There was a, a UK television series called Spit, uh, Spit and Image, Spitting Image, which was just a sketch comedy puppet show, which talked about pop culture and current events and uh, music, television, politics was all portrayed there. And there is a great, which I found recently, a couple of years ago, on that show, there was a Phil Collins parody. Huh. And it's really funny. Like, it's if you're a, you have to be like, if you knew who Phil Collins was, it's kind of, <laughs> that's funny. To me. If you're a hardcore Phil Collins fan, it's even funnier. It's, 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 it's arm punching knee slapping funny. The funniest part, part about that is, is they had to remake a Phil puppet for the Atlantic Fusion video because the original one had holes in its eyes because he's always crying as he's singing oh, the song. <laughs> so he's singing the song and he's just crying the whole time. <laughs> But yeah, no, they, it, it became iconic. And uh, just a little sidebar, just to shove in more Genesis love, there was only one video that was more popular than that video that year, and it was Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. So for a year, the band, the world of Genesis ran that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> a bunch of white middle-aged, well, middle-aged, mid-30s old English guys were like, we got it. Settle down. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. I mean, you're not wrong, though. But, I cannot tell you how many countless times watching MTV back then where there would always be a Peter Gabriel song or a Genesis song in between, like, video one-hit wonders. Not song one-hit wonders, but video one-hit wonders, you know? you know, it, Of course, obviously, in between the Jacksons, you know, Michael and Janet, there was always Genesis or Peter Gabriel or then Phil. It, like, that is not a lie. No. No, no, people, people uh, like they weren't that. I'm like, no, no, for a couple, for a couple of years there, the 80s and 90s, you yeah. couldn't touch those boys. Um, and let me also just say this as a Genesis fan, I love that, that you like that song because that's exactly, folks, we just gave you a perfect explanation, definition of the point of a music video. Mm -hmm. Foxy didn't give a shit about this band. Maybe heard a song or two on the radio because the top 40 hits because they were all over the radio and music videos. But then this video came out and went, yeah. who the hell's this? And that exactly is the point of that. Um, I, I'm just saying as a as a bleeding heart libtard that I've become. It's like, are you, are you listening to the words, y'all? Can we uh, can we do better? Generally, though, that is the entire point of a video for the video to be so memorable that you, you know, either like the song more than you already do or you like a song that you previously never gave a fuck about. I will tell you a um, my ex example of a song that I didn't really pay attention to. See, this goes the other way because. It starts, the story goes the same way, but it ends manically for, maniacally for me. Tonight, Tonight by the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. I didn't give a rat's ass about Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins. Then that music video came out. What, what is this? <laughs> and then 
video. I became obsessive about that band to the and it's a great music video. And I became absolutely obsessive and still is still am obsessive about that band to this day. <laughs> um what's funny about that music video is, is when you look into it, I have the greatest hits DVD they put out right around their breakup. That's done real with the old video movie cameras yeah. from the yeah. and I'm like what Okay, sure. <laughs> I actually uh, do that. Yeah, that's amazing to me that they were able to pull that off. Um, another another band that I got into that I became obsessive about after I saw their music videos, The Killers. Everybody heard Mr. Brightside. Everybody heard Somebody Told Me. Mm-hmm. We all, that was a step. I was like, ah, that band's great. And then I'm like, I hear those songs and I forget about them. I, they got heavy rotation on WMMR, the shirt I'm wearing today. Um, you kind of forget about it. And then I'll never forget where I was. I was at my mom's house visiting her uh, down the shore and I was watching uh, VH1 and the video for Read My Mind came on. Oh, Ichiban! Exactly! There's several of uh, uh, That music video, I was like, I, these, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on the killers. I went out the next day, grabbed the two albums that were out already, bought them, still got those copies. That is amazing. He's so Ichiban is so sad that he can't brush his teeth. And the drummer Ronnie's just like, I got you, buddy. <laughs> he just oh, and then him at him at the end sleeping in with him in the pod in the in the pod bed at the pod hotel at the end. And also there is not a month that I will not go by and watch this music video where they're dressed as geishas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's two moments in the middle of the second the third verse or the bridge kind of uh it's just a sweeping shot to show them all sitting at the table as geishas mm-hmm. but ronnie ronnie just looks over at brandon from behind gone with just this loving look on his face and then at the end during the fade out he just puts his hand on his shoulder and to to you know just to consult consult him mm-hmm. never laughed i was like i'm in I, I don't know who these guys are but i'm gonna find out it was that read. It was that read my mind video. Uh, can I mention a video I like? But can you just just mention the bit? Vi- Stop asking questions to ask a question. Ask a question. I can't do that on chat. I'm trying to perform here. And if I don't like the band, I'll delete the comment. It'll never happen. I have that power. No, I won't do that. Um, my exposure to Metallica was until it sleeps. And I know that is a rough period for Metallica fans. <laughs> they cut their hair. I hate this band now. What a bunch of fruitcakes cutting their hair. I love I, that. Oh, God, I remember that so clear as day when that fucking happened. Oh, my. My friends were all in a tizzy. And I'm like, y'all did not know they cut their hair for this album until that video. And you like the song, so shut the fuck up. I, 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 I can't. I, I can't. I, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I have no. I don't have words for that. It's such a stupid argument. Twenty-five years later, thirty-five years later. Oh my god, thirty years later. I don't know. Twenty-eight years later. It's a long time. 
I just know that for Metallica fans, the band all of a sudden sucked and they sucked worse. And then they got haircuts and they were the worst band in the world. Uh, Until It Sleeps is a fantastic video and a fantastic single. Uh, period. That got me into them. What's another one for you that was like, oh, who the hell is this? Ooh, it's thundering over here. I heard that was on mic. <laughs> right? Um, This one's... Hmm. All right, so I didn't hate the artist before, but I found him annoying. But then this music video had me like, <gasps> and then I became a fan. Uh, Tom Petty, when he did Don't Come Around Here No More. I knew you were going to say Don't Come I knew it. I knew it was going to be that The entire Alice in Wonderland thing had me fucking transfixed and i'd heard like i said i'd heard his other stuff before i'm like this guy's annoying he's it's, his voice is just so annoying but the video made me love the song after which i'm like all right tom petty's kind of good whatever <laughs> you know what's funny about that whatever uh do you know there was a super group he was in you know about the traveling Wilburys? I want to say I. Did. So it was Jeff Lynn from ELO. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, just about Jeff Lynn for a second, Jeff Lynn is like an amazing producer. Uh, he's the one that produced the Beatles reunion after John died for the anthology. He's produced several artists since then. Guys, I mean, the beginning of um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, that's ELO. Um, You've trust me, everybody listening to this and watching this right now has heard an ELO song in their life at least once or twice. So it's Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Roy Orbison. They were the traveling Wilburys. Huh. Yes, yeah, all names you know. But my joke I always tell about Tom Petty, and I love Tom Petty. I grew up that's another band that dad listened to Tom Petty and heartbreakers as I was a kid. So I always was a fan of Tom Petty, mm-hmm. but I always like pointing out as there's only one guy that could sing harmonies with Bob Dylan. And it was Tom Petty because this, very... this voice is kind of unique. Yeah. 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 Everybody got them. But I, I guarantee you've heard yeah. their, one of their songs. So, but what? yeah, it's when you said Tom Petty, that's what I thought of. I'm like, when you said unique voice, I'm like, it's literally the only guy that could sing with Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. It's both well, equally measly and... That and Johnny Cash, but that's another story. Uh, Danielle says, uh, Eyes of the Stranger by King's Right. That's the song that made her a fan? I was like, wow. Huh. I could see why, though. Because, this, I mean... Not an Uber fan, not an Uber fan of Queensryche like she is. However, the video that made me kind of gaga for that particular Queensryche album was I Don't Believe in Love because for some reason, the entire notion of this rebellious leather jacket wearing long haired hottie in love with like a nun was kind of like hot. <laughs> I mean, I am. I, I've seen. Yeah. My friend told me about this porn once that had the same plot. 
<laughs> but again, if that's it was just it was the music video because I had heard the song multiple times before and I was like, this it's all right. But like the video and the intensity in the video really made me like, this is one of the coolest songs I've ever heard. I understand him. So once again, it's the impact of a music video. I don't have a problem with Queen's Rack. I have a major problem with Jeff Tate's attitude problem. And I didn't care until he brought that upon here, where I was like, okay, Jeff Tate, you go fuck yourself. And, you know, how how tight you have to be for the rest of Queen's Rack to go get out. Yeah. So that's where my problem, I don't hate Queen's Rack. I don't like Jeff Tate. That's all. (laughs) Great singer. Great singer. The the stuff I hear from Queensryche that I've heard, I've gone out of my way to try to hear because I don't actively like I must have Queensryche. Great, great band. But I'm just like, you know, this is why it was better before social media because I didn't want to (laughs) know. I don't want to know that Jeff Tate's a dickhead. (laughs) Because... Silent the City is a really good song. Can you shut up? I don't want to know. I was going to use Ted Nugent as an excuse, but those are terrible songs, so never mind. <laughs> I don't want to know Ted Nugent's a racist, homophobic idiot. As if you couldn't tell. As if you couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, good point. Thank you. Uh, what else you got for me? Songs that uh, music videos you were like, hey, I'm trying to think of more myself. All right, well, you know, okay, you too. Okay. I did not pay attention to you too. And I guess this is kind of cheating because it's Batman. No, it's not cheating. But kiss, uh, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Mm-hmm. Had a great comic book music animated music video, yeah, and yeah. I didn't care about you two until. Hey, and so when people go, that's the U two song you like. I'm like, music video, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you another one. I think it. This will piss a lot of people off. All due yeah. respect, I have nothing personally against the late great Eddie Van Halen. Zero mm-hmm. problems with them. I think Van Halen is an overrated band. I don't like them. I don't go out of my way to listen to them. And I had very little respect for them until Humans Beings from Twister. Okay. <laughs> okay. I saw that video. I was like, I kind of like Van Halen. That's so bad. <laughs> All right. Unpopular opinion over here. Oh, boy. We have to preface the dead. Yeah. Okay. So, no respect to the disrespect to the dead. Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Yes, they they put out you know some hits, and they're all right. But Van Halen with Sammy Hagar is the correct answer. <laughs> yes, I loved everything Hagar put out. With Van Halen more than David Lee Roth. I actually prefer Roth as 
a solo artist. They were, in shop right today. Oh my god! In shop right today, I fucked up so many other people that were around me because they were playing just the gigolo, and I know that whole goddamn song, especially the part with the humble bibble I know exactly how to do it and the timing, and I did it, and everyone's like, "Who is this person, and why are you shopping here?" Yes, especially because you know my shop right is very, very, very diverse. I'm a minority. Never been in one of those before. So it was one of those. What the fuck is she doing? Is she having a seizure? Like, what is going on? It was great, but. I, I do not disagree with uh, what you I, said. I, uh, first of all, I feel I feel the exact way about Van, uh, uh, not Van Halen, uh, David Lee Roth as I do about Jeff Tate. It's like, get away from me. Um, Van Hagar. Mm. We don't talk about Scam Halen. It reminds me of uh, the line from Airheads. When... <laughs> The Lone Rangers were testing Harold Ramis. We're like, who's better in Van Halen, Roth or Hagar? And, you know, and, and he, he said, you know, had Hagar. And they're like, ant wrong answer. He's like, hey, he sold a lot of records for them. That was a strictly judgment call, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, no. It's kind of right. Yeah, I was going to say, Harold Ramis is correct. <laughs> what was that? How did they pose the Lemmy or God question? How's that asked again? Uh, who would win in a fight? Let me or God? God. <laughs> let me. Let me is a God. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> I know that movie word for word. They actually played on cable last week, and I'm like, <gasps> it's, a mini, it's a mini Ghostbusters reunion. Eddie, uh, Ernie, Ernie Hudson, and Harold Ramis are in that. Mm-hmm. I like Harold Ramis just shows up out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? What about him in here? Mm-hmm. But why is he gone here? Kelly says 120 minutes is where she discovered they might be giants, XTC, and the sugar cube. I got two for three on that one. Um, actually, <laughs> you want to talk music videos? Okay. This is how I got into they might be giants in the last year. Right? I had no idea that Istanbul, not Constantinople, was they might be giants. It's just the song I knew. Yeah. And then I saw the music video from Tiny Tunes. I was like, oh, my God, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I worked at a. <laughs> oh, dear. So embarrassing. I worked at a reputable, no longer open toy store for a couple of years mm-hmm. before it shut down. They didn't kick me out. Uh, the world kicked them out. And um, every day it was the same cycle of about 28 songs. Thankfully, Thankfully, there was You'll Be In My Heart, but it was for some reason a weird cover that I despised. But <laughs> like, why didn't they just it's Disney? How the fuck is this not on here? Um, so there is a song that would play over the intercom called the hot dog song. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity. I know you know it. I do. I'm a parent. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. I do now. I looked up the video and I'm like, they might be giants. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Istanbul, not Constantinople. They do a lot of, of kids' uh, albums, right? Especially Disney. Blew my mind. I was like, I don't. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's um. 
let me i'm going to take over for a second let's 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 transition to the music videos that we didn't like so that made us hate a song <laughs> you're gonna hate me okay <sighs> you know that cover song by marilyn manson that basically made it his own sweet dreams yeah i i, I was being facetious I hate that music video, and it made me hate that song. That's okay. I, I was like, God, I really want to like this, but this is pissing me off. <laughs> I can't, I can't pinpoint why. I remember watch, go back and watching it recently. Going, I don't know what my problem was. I'm talking about it past me when mm. I was younger. When the song was new, I was like, I don't like this. And now I rewatched it. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, and, and I have the opposite reaction because when I first watched it, I was just, I was pulled into a trance and became what I was. And I watched it recently with Damien on YouTube and I'm watching it and I'm like, this is what made me fall in love with this man and become God and change my entire life. So I ended up marrying you because you like the soul. What the fuck is that? What the fuck? So, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna divorce. This I, sucks. What the fuck? I'm like, I was. I know I'm fucking batshit crazy, but goddamn, my whole life is a lie. This was the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like a prayer. Really, I really love that song. I skipped that music video entirely. Get out. Really, I didn't like it. It felt too. I know it's pop music, but that video came off poppy to me. Mm-hmm. Way too poppy. I was like, I'm out. oh, by the way, just to go back on favorite music videos, I only like Katy Perry music videos because of Katy Perry. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the too poppy with like a prayer with Madonna because I'm, I'm a diehard. Die-hard fucking Madonna fan. And that's why I mentioned it. I was like, set me straight. But, like, there are some videos that have me so ugh with her songs because they are too poppy. Like, she did uh, from her technically third, though people call it her sophomore album, True Blue. The title track, True Blue, I can't. Because it's so... True blue, baby, I love you. Yeah can't to the point where i just despise that song and then the other one is a uh, cherish with their music videos oh. he's on the beach and they have the, the the merman visually it was okay but it was just like all right you like literally were just giving me cone bra you know grabbing at your crotch to express my fucking self and now you're giving me a merman and yourself <laughs> like all right, I'm going to take a dig at my own band here since I've taken a dig at everybody else. Genesis. Okay, so this comes from the album After Phil. It's a great single called Congo. It's on our favorites list. The first episode we did, it's on the playlist. I hate that music video. It doesn't... It doesn't... It's a, so the chorus is send me to the condo. I'm free to leave. There's always somewhere anybody can be. It's just, it's just this weird, like 
Are you tired with me? I'll go here, kind of thing. It's just like this overblown universe. The music video is the desert with fans that blow water, and a woman in a in a, a Rolls Royce uh, limousine with a breathing apparatus. I don't know what the fuck is going on, and I hate it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You know that. That's actually something that really irks me. Yeah. Like not every music video needs to be a word for word telling of the sure. song. But like In fact, it only should be a literal every now and then, which we'll get to in a second. But like when shit is so obscure, I can't I can't. And and I, I automatically fucking just I can't. Foxy makes no goddamn sense. I, I don't know what's happening. I've watched it, and I will watch it as part of a collection when I'm in the Genesis room. I'm just going to watch their videos today, and I get to Congo, and I'm like, help. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. One one video that maybe I hate a song that I, I, that I used to play a lot uh, is by a band called MGMT called Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. I, I loved the song. And then out of curiosity, I pull up the video on, I think, Music Choice or some shit when it came out. Hate it. Hate the video. Hate the fucking video. And now, utterly just like the song. Because the video, it angers me. It's a child, you know, walking around with what you think is unsupervised, obviously. Oh, I know what video you're talking about. And it's all the monsters, and this kid is crying. You could tell that the kid they hired is legitimately crying, scared out of his wits, and I, it angers me so fucking much that any parent of, like, I don't care if your kid's an actor or not, that you would put them through that, because that's just fucking traumatizing. And again, you could tell it's not acting. This kid is fucking terrified and i i didn't even make it the whole video i can't even listen to the song without anger and then it's also who let them do that who what you know what that's great that's a great fucking idea let's just take this little boy and just traumatize him for the rest of his life just for a three-minute video that won't air on tv because mtv doesn't play music videos anymore that's true, yeah. So that was useless. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um I uh I can't really think of any other music videos that made me hate a song. Uh yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I can't think of one right now. What about music videos you just hate? That's one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say there's one. That's one. Um I hate I still like the song, but I hate the music video for Ironic by Alanis Morissette. It is the one much- shot in the in the in the cab or whatever the hell. No, that she's in she's driving in the car with four different Oh herbs. that's yeah, yeah, that's it. Right, right. That was just way too much of her face for me to and everyone's like, oh, this is one of the greatest music videos ever done. I'm like, no, I hate that video so much. <laughs> I hate the music video for Let's Dance. 
Oh. By David Bowie. Okay. I, I despise it to the point where I actually removed it as a visual aid when I listened to the song. The video doesn't exist for me. I hate it. I hate that. It's almost as bad as Mick Jagger and David Bowie's Dancing in the Street, oh, which God. should be shot into the sun. It's not that, even good for the 80s. That video is <clears throat> super fab. That's a word for it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's dance. You could just uh, you fire that into the... <clears throat> Bye. Um, there's a music video for Phil Collins' Something Happened on the Way to Heaven, which I despise as well. Where nothing bad, nothing really happens, just in the perspective of a dog running around the set, and the dog pees on one of the instruments, and just stuff happens. It's just a bad, it's just boring. And it may be actually to the point where I hate this. Makes sense. I get it. <laughs> I might get hate for that later, but I just think that's a stupid music video. Uh, a video I used to hate because of the subject material and then it was overplayed but and I still hate the video but now I look at it as ironic <laughs> was uh no doubts don't speak I hated it back then because one it was so overplayed and then of course it was just a matter of I hated it because I was a big no doubt fan when they came out so I hated it because it was a matter of girl you're writing your fucking destiny. Why would you make a video like this? You know, it's like, why you're, you're basically telling these guys, you guys are going to break up and go solo. Like, why would you do this? And I hated the video and years later, Oh, the irony. And before people go, Oh, well, no, she went solo on her own. They didn't break up. No, they broke up. Technically on a technicality, they didn't break up, but if you recall a few years back, Gwen Stefani was on a late night show. And when the host brought up the fact that AFI lead singer was now the lead singer of the remainder of No Doubt under a new name, she had no idea that they did that. What the hell was that called? I don't remember. I wish I could remember, but all remaining band members of No Doubt, Tony and uh, the drummer, and the guitarist created a whole separate band featuring the lead singer of AFI. And she was like, deadpan, no fucking clue. It's like, yeah. That's their fault. I'll tell them it's their fault. How dare you? Dream car. No memory of that ever existing. There is a, um, I remember they had like a reunion and then it never happened or something. Like they had tour dates, they had a commercial, and I was like, "What happened to this?" No, they uh, they put out an album around I want to say around two thousand seven or eight. I was they, just say seven. Okay, good. They released woohoo! They released another album. They put out one single from it. wasn't very good, and they did tour. They toured with Janelle Monae and Paramore. And I recall this because I actually took my mom to that concert. Because she say, you went to that one. <laughs> yeah, she loved No Doubt. She had never been to a concert before in her entire life. So I'm like, all right, come on. We're going. Mm -hmm. So I gave her the big exposure. I took her to PNC Arts Bank Center in the middle of the rain. There we go. Interesting. Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, 
I like no doubt and all, but that's not no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> that's dream card. <laughs> wow. I listen to their stuff. I just remember them. Look at that. I hate the music video for My Name is Mud by Primus. <laughs> My name is Mud. I hate I, Primus to begin with. You have you hate Primus? Get out. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I think it's like one I'm a man. Only I'm allowed to have opinions here. No, I'm kidding. It's because I'm a girl, isn't it? Yes. I'm just a girl. Speaking of, um, wait, what were you saying? There's only one song you like from them? Yeah, I just don't say the it. South Park thing. No, no. Is no, it no. one known as Big Brown Beaver? No, it's not no. that one. Fuck. I gotta. I mean, you say that, but they probably did a song called Fuck. Probably. Gotta, let me. Yeah, I need you to find that out because I'm curious now. Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got for hate? Mm, I didn't actually write a whole lot in the hate ones. All right, we'll take back over because I don't know what else to say. All right, well, oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Kyote's uh, somebody I used to know. God, I hate that video. I hate that version of the song. So I love the song. But I just, that video, I'm like, no thanks. Then you find out he's kind of a dick. So I'm like, well, this is all making sense now. This all makes sense. I think. Was it that one? I think it was John the Fisherman. Oh, Primus? Yeah. What an obscure... What an obscure song to like. Okay. Uh, uh, take your... No, because it was on... Um, It was on Guitar Hero 2. Ah, uh, got it. I... I mean, I had heard of it before. Guitar uh. Hero 2. But I was intense. Intense with Guitar Hero. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Guitar Hero never fa- fancied me because there was never any songs from my guys on there. Not one time. Not really guitar heavy songs. So, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But alas, there's been there's there's been a, a a lot of like I hate this song or I hate this video. So we're gonna let let's flip it. Let's flip this to you know absolute favorite videos or or epic videos that maybe you didn't really like per se, but you're like, damn, they did that. Land of confusion. Sledgehammer. Yeah. Uh Tonight, tonight. Telephone. Ah. Yeah. Right here. I'll say this. Lady Gaga, mid two thousand, uh, mid to late 2000s. Mm. There, I've done it. I've, I've covered all. <laughs> okay. This is epic in a way that's not like, this is great. The music video for Yes is Owner of the Lonely Heart. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Everybody has an assignment. Go back and watch the promo video for that and tell me what the fuck is going on. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this. Why is it? E- Why did he turn into an eagle? 
What is the eagle here? Where did the music go for two minutes? Oh, the music's back. Because the song's like three minutes, which is a record for yes, because usually they're 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they extended it into a five minute music video with talking and all kinds of shit going on. I'm like, I don't this. I don't know. What is this? What is going on here? <laughs> I have a suggestion if we're uh, running a little cold on. Bring it. What about long form live, long form or live music videos, like concert oh, films and shit? Long form video, not concert, but long form. I got the. I'm sorry, they were epic. Yeah. The, the videos were epic, except for the third one. The third video was very lackluster within the trilogy, but Don't Cry, November Rain, Estranged, the trilogy epic music videos that Guns N' Roses put out from Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Holy hell. Those were amazing. A little confusing. Especially November Rain. That one was confusing. But and Estranged was just like what the fuck? But yeah. Yeah, I, I I can't disagree with you. I can't debate or discuss the Marin on that one. It's pretty iconic as well. Mm-hmm. All that's pretty iconic. As painful as that is for me to say about Guns and Roses. <laughs> um, so and I still have it, but I've copied it to DVD, but I, I'm gonna go down the well, folks. So Phil Collins, no jacket required. There was a video EP that came out. And it literally took, how did it go down? Uh, Studio, One More Night, Billy Don't Lose My Number. I just called it the wrong. It's called Don't Lose My Number. Uh, Who Said I Would Take Me Home, I believe is the running order. But it was, they were all contained into a little story. Hmm. Like a mini movie. It was like a mini movie. and considering how global that record got and global those videos got, I that's pretty epic. Uh, the uh, honorable mention to, um, and this goes back to our discussion we had off air about restored videos, is the Genesis only has had one video released that has been restored, and it wasn't even from the original Masters because, surprise, surprise, they can't find them. But their 1982 release, Three Sides Live, is always a close one to my heart because there's a radio station in Philadelphia featured prominently in it. Exactly what this logo is actually uh, um, uh, um, correct to the year that that video came out. But so it's like it's a long form documentary slash live performance. So it's like a live performance. So they have concert footage dispersed with interview and just behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. So all the concert stuff was filmed in New York. All the behind the scenes stuff is filmed in Philly. So you see them loading up into the spectrum downstairs into the, into the, into the um, catacombs of the spectrum with the vet in the background. You see Phil doing an interview at WMMR uh, and then it cuts to a live show. And then another, (laughs) which they would never do these days because people have balls because of social media now. They have Phil taking phone calls on WMMR from callers. And the, my favorite one is you, these people are calling in to talk to Phil Collins. Yeah. That is the reason they're calling. 
And the guy, you know, the operator on the other side of the board hits the line. And Phil goes, hello, this is Phil Collins there. Who's there? And the guy goes, in his Philly accent, well, Phil Collins? Yeah, that's how you called in, now that's Wow. That's you called in. Um, but yes, long-form videos. I was trying to think of more. Yeah, no, I can't really think of anything. Nothing is as epic as it used to be. That's why. I will say I will give honorable mention also to uh, uh, Ava Door by the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, uh, it's one shot. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's it's off the one of their it's off a door which was like kind of universally panned. You're all wrong, by the way, <laughs> all of you. But it's just a track. So the way they make the video is they got to play the song in different speeds because it's in slow motion and then it's in regular. So they do it one shot, tracks all the way around to the point where you know they're not cheating because when the camera turns, it's like a U-shaped. Yeah. So the track turns back around and goes back down the set to the other side to the point where when the camera turns, you see all the crew and everybody set up. Mm. And it goes right back down again. So you had to deal it in one take. You know, it took a couple times, but they did it. That's another honorable mention. And one that you and I have talked about off the air. I got to bring it up. Uh, well, two. There's two I want to bring up because it was used on our advertisement. One is Jesus, He Knows Me by Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I said that and your ears perked up and I want to know why. Because it was one of those that was another earworm. It was another earworm because I... It was wasn't on heavy rotation yet on radio, no. and I no because music- it was banned. <laughs> and I had seen the music video first late at night on MTV, and it was the way the video was that had me like, oh my god! And we we again we've talked about this song many times over via message because I always remembered the video and I could hear the song, but then I always forget the name of the song, but I know it. It's, it's another, again, another earworm thing. Yeah. The reason you didn't hear it on the radio is because all the U S radio stations banned it because they're talking about Jesus. And in reality, as you just alluded to, they're not talking about Jesus. They're talking about those morons. You're giving millions of money, millions of dollars to who say they talk to the the shysters, the evangelists, the guys that are no closer to Jesus Christ than you and I are, Mm -hmm. Um, which is even further when you don't believe he exists. Uh, (laughs) Let me rephrase that. When you don't believe he exists, that's the son of God. Um, You're way far away. But yeah, I remember that, (laughs) especially in the Bible Belt. They were just like, no, <laughs> MTV was sticking that music in that music video in mm-hmm. the funniest part about that music video's existence is here's the best part, which is even funnier looking at the year of uh, the last few years of current events. You know what I mean? Uh, not only was the music video filmed in Texas, it debuted on Cable that music video unedited, untouched, and not only did it debut on cable, there was a five minute making of before it. So, mm-hmm. before their tour kicked off that year, there was an hour long special on all the Fox affiliates all over the country, right? 
in the middle of the special, there is a making of video and it's just all about. And here's the funny thing in the music, in the behind the scenes, Phil tells you what the song's about. Because Phil's not, he, he's an old English guy. He's obviously religious. They all are. They were brought up in that Christian English Church of England, whatever it's called, Christianity, all that stuff. So they're indoctrinated. Christianity is a thing. But he literally explains on screen that when they got to the States, they turned on these event TV in the States. This is like 73, 74, and saw this and thought it was a comedy sketch. And then after it was on for an hour, they were like, oh, they're serious. Oh, no. Two years later, two till years later, they write the song, not two years later. You got what I meant. Yes. They write the song and he says very plainly, this is national now, all over cable. We're making fun of these people that you give your money to because he thinks he's going to talk to God for you. And that's kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they still got banned in the Bible Belt. I love that aspect about it, that it was all over. On regular cable, and then the and then Fox was like, "Now here's a video, boom!" Ah, <laughs> uh, bastards! I don't know if it's funnier because the band's called Genesis. Maybe I would say so. Okay, <laughs> I would say so. Um, a video just popped in my head that's very recent. Black Star. Ah. If you're going to go, this is how we... Well, okay, I'll do the Black Star with Lazarus. Mm-hmm. It was very telling. I, j- telling, but also fitting. Yes. that Especially the end of Lazarus, where he's wearing the suit that he wore for the photo shoot um, uh, for the um, blank... Blanking, uh, Man Who Sold the World. It's on yeah. that, whatever album with the lines on it, it, it was based on the Quran. Yeah. So he's wearing that, does this thing, walks backwards into the closet, closes the door. Mm-hmm. Folks, that is art. Yeah. I would drop the mic, but it's expensive. <laughs> Pantomime it just But you gotta be no you get no you gotta be like kind of yeah, here 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 I'll do it here ready I can't, hold on <laughs> uh I'm trying to think of um Oh, right now, buddy. By Van, I just trapped on Van Halen earlier. There's a video I like right now by Van Halen. But to well, be fair, it's Van Hagar. Mm-hmm. That video annoyed me because I would try to read every single thing. Now you, uh, now you can pause it on YouTube and watch all of it. Exactly. One that I love that's more recent is uh, Dark All Day by Gunship. This, okay. I know I've spoken about Gunship. They're like the new wave. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, you've talked about them before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with like that 80s sound. The music video. The music video is actually what made Damien more of a fan because I had the song on heavy rotation for a while before the video had come out. The music videos are all animated in very uh, Japanese-style animation. And Sign me up. 
it's like an ode to pop culture vampires because Blade is in it, David from the Lost Boys, Edgar and Alan Frog from the Lost Boys, Buffy. Michael, uh, Michael in it? Seth, no, he's not in it, but uh, Seth from, from Dust Till Dawn is in it. And it's, the band is playing, they're doing their thing, and each band member is almost a different character. Like, one looks like, I think, Android something that Damien knows. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the only person in the band that is himself in cartoon form is Tim Capello, who is hot saxophone guy from The Lost Boys. Why do because- I know that name, Tim Capello? He's hot saxophone guy from the Lost Boys. He's saying, I still believe. Oh, okay. Well, that's why. Uh, Gyrating gotcha. with the saxophone. And gotcha. The, uh, gotcha. That yeah. would be why I know him. Yeah, he's featured on the track, which is why they inspired the whole thing to just be a whole vampire, whatever. And again, it was one of those videos that that's what made Damien a fan of Gunship. After that, it was, I got to see all their songs. I have to see all their videos. I need to see everything that they've ever done. You know what song I wouldn't have given a shit about, but I'm glad the video came out because it's, I would argue, it would, would fall into cover better than original. Mm. Oh, I can't. And when I say that, I'm going to get hit so hard. Alien Ant Farm is Smooth Criminal. No, that's a fun video. I think their version's better. That's just okay. me. I, I don't, I know. I have no. bad opinions. No, 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 no. I like their version of the song better, but I like the video Michael put out. Not the whole movie. I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the whole Moonwalker movie, but that video for Smooth Criminal, because I had always liked that song by him to begin with. But I do love and think Alien Ant Farm's version is better. Okay. On the fly, thought of, just thought of this. I wouldn't say it's the elephant in the room, but it's the the big music video at the top of the totem pole of music videos, arguably to this day. I think I know where you know where I'm going with this. I think so. How do we feel years later about Michael Jackson's thriller? Knew it. Um Ignoring John Landis killing yeah. Vic Morrow. Let's ignore the helicopter incident. <laughs> at the time it was huge that was a huge video it was a world premiere video a lot of michael's videos were world premiere videos but i was like this is the thing that was like this is a movie guys yeah and i i think i fall into the whole i like the video because it's iconic thing but for a long while as a kid i was scared to death of the video i bet yeah <laughs> the very end uh, it was the very end the eyes the eyes and vincent price laughing that like <laughs> yo that used to scare the shit out of me but i think it falls into the whole we're supposed to like it because it's iconic because i'm very eh. With the video as well as the song. Really? Yeah. You know, it's weird because every time I think I'm like, Thriller's okay, and then I hear the chorus, I'm like, fuck, that's good. God damn it. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate it. I understand. But but I 
It's so, because you have all that other stuff about Michael now. No, it's just this other but, song way better. True. But but on a very visceral, basic level, there's all this other stuff with Michael Jackson. I'm not going to compare him greatness-wise, but you're going through this with Marilyn Manson right mm-hmm. now, especially the latest news tidbit. Um. Well, perhaps you haven't heard. Um, this was a couple surrendering himself. Yes, you've heard that one then. Yes, okay. So you still have this. We'll talk wrestling for a second. Let's talk wrestling for a second. Sure. I'm not doing this to pick on anybody. Superfly has a body of work that is respected. To this day. And when you watch that body of work, it is an amazing body of work. I've just acknowledged it that such. It's still weird to talk about it now. Michael Jackson's thriller is that for me, where it for in the 80s, Snooka did something iconic. It's a imagery used to this day in professional wrestling in 2021. And now you just kind of go. Which is difficult because Tamina, his daughter, who I think is probably a better wrestler than him, uh, is 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 in the company right now. So you're like, well, it's not her fault. So I'm not going to say anything about her. But so you have Michael Jackson, who some stuff went down. But I still enjoyed the shit out of Thriller. I still enjoy the shit out of Moonwalker. I still enjoy the shit out of Black and White. Yeah. Three really not so much. See, for me... You get my point I'm trying to make? I'm not... No, I I got you. See, for me, it's a little different because I can easily separate the artist's body of work from the artist. I can go on like tomorrow if everything about Manson comes out to be in fact true and he is in fact guilty i mean i can still listen to his body of work without attributing it to him because it 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 it, you know means different things to me you know and you know i've been a fan of the music for a very long time that doesn't mean i need to be a fan of the person so I can easily differentiate using the snook analogy. I get it, but I can't fully get it because I knew the man. So that's what makes it harder. Ah, there is a strike. Did not know that part. Yeah, <laughs> and they got, they, we could talk about that off camera. Yeah, let's but, not let's not de- dive in. I have questions, <laughs> not pry questions. Um, not curious, okay. but like today. I was, uh, because the peak, let's just talk about for a second. This is going to go back into music videos in a second. Trust me, take this ride with me, folks. Uh, I started going deep into the Peacock version of the WWE Network. And let me just say, first of all, Peacock is a much better app than the WWE Network. WWE Network was so overly engineered, and they switched to the same service that the NHL stopped using because the service is garbage. Newlian, New Lion, whatever the fuck you're called, terrible. All the other leagues went away from the WWE was like, that. no, them, we'll work with them. Son of a bitch. As soon as they announced it, I was like, great. 
So I'm digging through and I went to the old Legends of Wrestling show that came out. I say old. It was the mid 2000s. And they were talking about Snooka. And it was for the first time in a long time where I was like, I'm separating this now. We're not talking about anything but the wrestling. We're not talking about anything but the art. And I was able to enjoy the conversation. Much Mm -hmm. like when I talk about Michael Jackson, you don't have to acknowledge it every time. Yeah. Trust me, I know, because every time Sammy Callahan's mentioned, I have to go, I guess he's a good wrestler, whatever. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a whole, <laughs> as Craig Lagarde says, HNP, whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's not a good wrestler. But um, I'm finally getting to the point where I'm, I'm finding a good middle ground where I can still enjoy something I used to and separate that like i'm not throwing out movies with kevin spacey in it yeah i'm not sorry negotiator's a good movie fuck him now but that movie's great not only that it also falls into if it's if it's previous stuff that you enjoyed you can still enjoy the previous stuff however if you don't want to support that person then just don't buy any currents or yeah, put your money it. towards any cur- exactly that's all it is you, like you know kind of like okay for the for example the manson thing right oh, i am I'm making, so i'm legitimately so sorry by the way okay i am making a killing right now buying other people's shit because <laughs> sell all my stuff i'm like bring it on i'm getting a bunch of shit of his that i wanted back in the day and couldn't afford and that's all well and good because you know i'm giving it to like miss joe schmo down in montana fine whatever but again if all of this does come out to be true i will not further put my money towards that artist. okay dude you you you've broke the con you've broke the you've now broken the customer consumer Artist yes. contract. Now that contract's support. dead now. Yes, I will not support him as a product. You can't give that money back, folks. Yeah. But again, if if you know little Miss Jane Doe over in California is like, I don't want anything of his anymore. Right, got here you go. Okay, give me that dollar vinyl album. Yeah, I'll take I always it. Always get nervous. I always get nervous about Phil. I'm like, please die and the thing come out. Please. Please. <laughs> I won't I'll be a wreck. Don't no, we know he's a pervert and he can't stay married. We all there's <laughs> there's no gray area there, folks. He's a terrible husband and uh, he he's perv. Really likes lingerie a lot. But when you're open about it, can it really be used against you? No, because we all know that a he's a terrible husband and b he really likes lingerie. Which who does it for about five minutes till it gets itchy, then you take it off, bang anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Any whore. Uh, but any whore? <laughs> it was so appropriate to say Ow. It was very appropriate. You know my nerve damage, you jerk. <laughs> but I, I was just saying that it, it's getting easier to balance my anger. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, it's happened before. Chill the fuck out. You don't need a speech every time. Now, you and I have discussed uh, as far as wrestling terms, that really hurt. Uh, as far as wrestling terms, uh, accountability and such, that is a 
uh, and I mean this with all serious, no sarcasm. That is a whole other discussion. Yes. Uh, which actually, I have a question about off the air. But anyway, go ahead, take back over. Fuck, you really hurt. <laughs> I'm full of the jokes today. What can I say? Mm. <laughs> I'm not making a fist at you. I can't unfold my fist. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, it'll go away. I broke you, but differently. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I mean, it, it seems like we tend to remember the ones that impacted us more to liking a song as opposed to just like overall, I like the band and I like the video. Oh, no, I can name about 50, but that'd be boring. It would be, yeah. But still, it really goes to show how on the mark videos are and how unfortunately now they're made for like YouTube purposes only. They're not like these big grand things. Like we're just saying with Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson, Madonna, even, even Gaga. These were like world premiere events, you know, sit at this time to watch the world premiere of like Judas on E entertainment only. Cause I sat down and I watched it on channel E, you know, like there, there's no big grand thing for a music video anymore. Her last music video came out. I actually forgot. And just you talking about it, not debuting, reminded me like I never watched her last music video. Shit. Mm -hmm. The big, the grand one that came out around the same time she announced her Oreos. I'm like, yeah. oh, I gotta go back and watch that. And that that's like a lot. Like I know Damien and I, like Damien and I, sometimes will go on weekend binges of YouTube. Just be like, did any new artist we like put something out that we don't know about or? Oh, hey, what's this following it? And we end up finding a million other bands that are awesome just because of their videos, et cetera, et cetera. And even down to like news, you find out through, I, I used to love the band Mushroom Head when they had first come out. I got to see them for fat dollars. And <laughs> I like fell off so much with them because, you know, they were a big fixture on MTV too. So of course that doesn't show their work anymore. And we came across a music video of theirs, their latest track, great song, great video. But that's when I discovered, oh, they got rid of this other guy that was in the bands that was really good and replaced it with a female. When did this happen? So I had to go on Wikipedia, read their entire fucking history because without you know MTV news anymore, and the severe lack of music magazines that are out there these days. And no, Rolling Stone doesn't count because they're, they're they're a lot like Playboy, where you know not not as much tits and music as opposed to like thought pieces and etc. But there's nowhere to really get music news either without an MTV or like what we had up here. We had Fuse and. It sucks. Yeah, I remember Fuse for a hot minute there. I remember Music Choice was also mm -hmm. like before it was just that like that audio com the, the Comcast cable audio selection. Yeah. Like there was like a music. There was like it was like a channel for a well, while. Here, over here, it wasn't a channel. We had the audio stuff, but if you went on demand on files on demand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they had the file. Watch the videos. And that's, where, that's where I discovered a lot of shit too. I'm like, they had a music video? Because sometimes it just seems fruitless to make them if it's only on YouTube. Love that you suggest things without 
a fucking clue. Man. <laughs> I, people think that I plan shit out. No, I'm all, all right. going. All right. So that's why I've had three different designs from this show. It's manic. It's appropriate, though. Yeah. All right. So favorite music video ever. Okay. I got three. I said I said one, but if you want to do I know, but like I can't pick one of the three. Okay. All right. So first would be uh the video that we featured on the little ad for the show, which is Aha's Take on Me. I love that video. I loved that video for as long as I can remember. There was just something about the just the animation that they did at the time, which was like huge for that time in the 80s. It was yeah, like it was big at the time. Yeah, that was like such grand scale. And then just the little story that they told within it where, you know, lonely girl reading a comic book, which is like, yeah, cool. I can get down with that. And, you know, she falls in love with the comic book guy and he finds a way to come back. It was it, it told a story. It was a sweet story. So that that is always a favorite of mine. Fun fact, my five year old loves that song and video. So it, it's iconic. Um, another absolute favorite of mine that I just watch whenever it's on is Material Girl, from Madonna. Sure, yeah, it's, it's throwback to you know Marilyn Monroe's. I believe it was Gentlemen's Prefer. No, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friends. And I mean, I don't know how true it is, but you know, the video was a contrast to the song. Of you know the material girl wanting everything, et cetera, et cetera. But in reality, she's just a singer making videos and songs like that. But she's really just very humble. It doesn't need all that flashy bullshit. So it was a nice, it was a nice message to put out there to like other females and whatnot. And then on the absolute flip side of this, uh, "Coma White" by Marilyn Manson. The video of him portraying, I guess, you know, portraying Kennedy and Jackie O during the assassination because it was a, in, in his, the way he described it, it was almost like a farewell to that character he was doing at the time during Mechanical Animals, which gotcha. was just like, it was a whole new thing. It was his evolving and it was, it was an homage to saying this part's dead and dying to whatever came next which was the horrible hollywood album because rose mcgowan prompted him so whatever but yeah it you know rose mcgowan killed it when it came to that music video she had like the the action down she must have watched that video a lot to study which is a really terrifying thought now that i think about it you watch that over and over again that's fun to see someone's brains explode yeah bunch of times that's that's fun it's a great video. It, I mean, the video. Not, not the music the, not video, the video, not the assassination. Not the, 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 the music video for Calm Away. Yeah, it's just very... Just... I, don't, I, I can't really describe it. It's it's like just... It's a dark parade. It's a black parade before My Chemical Romance had a black parade, if you think about it. Fuck that song. I hate that song. Sorry. So, I've, yeah. I've said so, nothing. There are my three... How fucking dare you, but I've said nothing. <laughs> All right. So, 
this will be shocking to no one. Actually, this might be shocking to someone. Uh, I'll go with a, um, an easy one first. Thank you very much for the 100 bits. I'll take it. Coil, thank you. Don't know how I got them, but I'll take them. Thank you very much. Um, so free as a bird by the Beatles. And I, I think I like that video. It's, it's not really special, but it is kind of special because it's a bunch of animation and footage. And it's actually pretty like the song itself, a pretty amazing feat for 94, where they take archival footage of the Beatles and put it within. They basically go through Liverpool to a bunch of places and scenes and they stick them in there. And it kind of had a double connotation to it because it was the song that it was one of three songs when they only finished two that Yoko gave the other three to finish as the Beatles after John obviously had died 14 years pre previous. How nice of her. Yeah. Well, that's another <laughs> HNP to steal it again from Craig. That uh, must be nice. <laughs> Uh, the both came out great, but Free as a Bird um, was the first. It was the Beatles reunion without mm -hmm. and he was dead and John's dead and they're there. They're there and it's it's the Beatles in 94. It's pretty. Yeah, I know there's this fake woke culture that's out about how the Beatles actually suck. I keep I see it pop up on Twitter all the time and I'm like, what? Oh, whatever. I'm not. OK, sure. Um so people misconstrue the words the, the the meaning of the word suck just because you don't like it doesn't mean it sucks it just means it's not for you it i i hate Sidney crosby as a hockey player i despise the man the word suck is not applicable to Sidney exactly. crosby exactly <laughs> it isn't people, people in dialects don't you don't them. like the beatles that's fine but freeze a bird is one i go back to and now, this one we've mentioned already, and it is Jesus He Knows Me. Mm -hmm. Any favorite Genesis music video? I just wanted to get your opinion. What's your favorite Genesis music video? Can't pick one. Well, it's a bunch of old white English dudes. So, But Jesus He Knows Me is pretty. It's pretty perfect considering, <laughs> considering they get Tony, who's a machine of a person. He's not really, that's the joke. Mm -hmm. Like he's fine in interviews, but like performing, he's, he's straight up. I'm not a performer. I'm a songwriter. I just happen to be in a band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but he does lip syncing and it's funny because there's a moment. It's actually in their advert right at the beginning on the other side of take on me was Jesus. He knows me where he, he nails the end of the lip sync and then raises his eyebrows. Like, got it. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably <laughs> take 17, Tony. Um, but like I said, everything, that's a great song. Uh, it's one of my favorites to drum when my arms work, uh, mm -hmm. cause it's got that hit, hit, double hit, 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 double hit at the end. It's just a fun drum song originally called reggae, uh, as a, in demo form because of the beat, the, um, and the message that it tell the message that people misconstrue and they get angry at the band when they should really, the band and you have the same kind of end game, which is these are kind of terrible people that are exploiting my religion. Maybe I should be telling them to F off instead of giving them millions of dollars. 
And the one I think that will surprise you is Perfect by the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh Uh-oh. Which is a sequel, literally, to 1979 with the same kids, same family, telling the same story just years later. Uh, I think is a better music video. And it's really hard to say that because 1979 is also pretty iconic in that world of music. And Perfect came out two years later. I'm like, I, I, that, I love that song better and I love that music video better. And <laughs> let me preface by saying, again, 1979 is here in the grand scheme of things and I'm a crazy person, but Perfect is better to me. I, I love that song. And honorable mention to Ava Adore. I mentioned that earlier about the uh, the, uh, the the one shot video, but those are my three. Those are my three. I picked those three because uh, I could easily just pick three Genesis videos and be absolutely goddamn sincere about it. Yeah. And Congo and, not being one of them. And I, I got to give credit to Perfect in general, though, because not many artists decide to make like a video, a music video sequel. And if they do, it's really never as successful. Because believe it or not, take on me, there was a part two. Yeah. There was a part two in a different song and it never took off. I got to see that. Mm -hmm. We'll talk later. I got, what's the name of the song? (sighs) That's the name of the song. That's probably how I feel after I watch this video. (laughs) I don't remember. I'm trying to think of sequel music videos. There weren't many, if any. Like, Meatloaf tried it with um, i Do Anything for Love. He tried a sequel to it with um, I'd Lie for You and That's I'd Lie for You and That's the Truth. Mm-hmm. But as a sequel, it was just too late. As a song and as a music video, it's kind of... Sorry, I, mate. I know. But His name were, is Robert Paulson. There were not a lot of like sequels, with the exception the Guns N' Roses trilogy doesn't count because that was like a trio of songs and a trio of videos that all went together. Oh, I'll throw a curveball at you. Okay. What's your favorite music video of a band where the band's not in it at all? At all. Like Perfect doesn't count because Billy's in it. Yeah. Huh. Because I was thinking of the Ozzy Osbourne video with um, Momoa. Momoa in it. And I was like, that's pretty good trickery because it, it, you're like, who's that? Oh, shit. That's not Ozzy at all. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. I don't mean that in a sexual way. More I do. so <laughs> More so in a way of he had every like Ozzy. Oh yeah, he studied yeah. him, and then he's an actor. He studied him. And was like, I got you. I, I got you. I know, but it was just like it's still crazy. Oh, yeah. Damn. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Atlanta um, Confusion's the easy one. There, I did it. Shit. Ah, three curveball. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if Weezer was in the video that they had the Muppets in. Yes. They were. Fuck. They are. I love that video. Just I know because I love that video very much. Fucking Muppets. Ah. Um, Wait, we're not talking about Rainbow Connection. No. What song is it? Weezer did a music video. To Weezer did a music video with the Muppets. Are they in it? Muppets. 
Yeah, I. Well, actually, we'll have to. Our judges will have to check on it. My judge seemed to have stepped out. Not perfect situation. That was with a girl. No, that's a great song, though. I know. These are Muppets. That's all I need to put. Keep fishing. I have to look at that later. I don't know the answer. There we go. Ha! I remembered. I I don't. I can't think because. Even like the movie version still had somebody like Jeremy still had Eddie Vedder at certain points in the corner. Like, yeah. yeah. I cannot think of blind melon. No, they're in it. I'm sorry. Idiot. I'm an idiot. No, no, no. I'm an idiot. Got it. Got it. Gunships, when you grow up, your heart dies. I have to take your word for it. It was a video that was all made by fans. Fans filmed themselves doing their own favorite scenes from 80s movies or even just lip sync. Oh, I have seen that. Yes. And they submitted it all and made a video of it. There you go. All right. How about not have done it too? How about music videos with only like one band member in it? Weirdly, hmm. there's because XTC has the Dear God music video, right? It's just uh, it's just uh, Andy. There's nobody else in the fucking video. I'm like, you know, there's a whole band playing this song right now. Where the hell are they? <laughs> hmm. Andy, yeah. We don't have to answer. We can end it there and come back to that another time. Mm-hmm. We have we have stuff to discuss off air. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, thank you for watching this episode of Manic Mixtape. We would love to hear the feedback from everything that we did. We want to know what are your favorite music videos? Videos that made you like a song, videos that you hate that made you hate a song, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Always leave them in any comments on any platform you are listening to and Please or watching. Please leave a goddamn comment. <laughs> Liking and subscribing is also great, too. Let's not forget that. You can find us here when we do this live on Twitch, as well as YouTube.com slash DanLaw83. Where is the other platform? Just no, That's it. That is it? That's it now. All right. Uh, I gave a view. I gave everybody of my time and... Uh, it was not working out, so now you gotta now you gotta find now you gotta go to one spot. It's free. Free is good. Because it's always free with me. Free is always good. Oh, you could also check out our ramblings and babblings and every single thing else we do on social media at Viva Foxy Foxy, literally on every social media platform, as well as at Danlaw83 on every social media platform. So you can't not find us so find us and chit chat and etc thank you and we'll see you guys again for the next episode